Right to the 11th hour, we were staring down the barrel of absolute insanity. The world just needed something to cheer on because we haven't had much fun recently. And thankfully, last night at 9 o'clock or 8, 8.30, we got the word. The footy goes on. We couldn't be happier. We wouldn't be here otherwise. Richo, Brownie, rough week. They got it right, though, Matt. They got it right, the AFL, I think, playing this first week. Um, I think it's safe to play. All the health experts say it's safe to play. But I think Victoria, Melbourne, the greater Australia being NRL and AFL, we needed some footy this weekend. Oh, of course we did. I mean, people are genuinely depressed. You walk around, people are down in the dumps, no one's smiling. You need something, and footy's going to give that tonight. It's going to be great to turn on the TV at 7 o'clock, Richmond and Carlton, the MCG. It's going to be weird. Oh, It's going to be very weird, but yeah, I think they got it right. And let's hope we can get some, some games in over How the next How many few weeks. do you think we'll get in, in your thought? I mean, you, 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 get to, you get to the grindstone, Matthew, in at Channel 7. You're one of the main players in there. I think they'd like to get three or four games in at a minimum over the next few weeks, and they may have to cram games in. That means shorter breaks in between so games. So is that why they've got the 16-minute quarters now? Yeah, it is, because I think they're planning ahead, Hum. 17 games, they want to get in. They've got 40 weeks to complete those. So there's, there is a big time frame there, but they may need to cram. And I think round one and two will go ahead as scheduled, Nate. But after that, you might be playing a game every three or four days what just does, to get some in. It gives great opportunity to players who maybe never thought they'd get a game. All of a sudden, opportunity comes up, and they might be no good, Hump. There's going to be players who get a game that are no good, but there's going to be players that get a game that then we see them for the first time and clubs go, actually, this young yeah. kid can play. I mean, let's keep Might playing Might be another Marlon Pickett out there. Opportunity. What about, how's it going to be? How's it going to look on camera tonight, Nato? What, what are the differences going to be out there? It's going to be weird, isn't it? When yeah. you see the Channel 7 feed uh, and absolutely no one out there has said it's, it's going to be extraordinary. You're going to be able to hear echoes. You're going to be hear the players. I'm not sure what you guys are doing the microphones, but I would love to hear. Oh, they'll be right I mean, up. There, there'll be some magic yeah. dropped, obviously, but I'd love to hear the sounds of football because you never get to hear it before apart from when players are mic'd up for a special event but I'd love to hear just for one week and we'll see how it goes you might get too many F's and shits and all that sort of stuff but it'd be great to get that inside knowledge of how it happens for people you know what a few of the teams are already concerned about is the camera the the cameras and the mics are going to pick up everything so you'll be able to hear the players around a stoppage talking about what structure they're in what mode they're in so you're going to pick up a little bit of intel over the microphones so that's going to be fascinating for the viewers at home you reckon they can hear the phone call from the coach down to the bench? You know, even at quarter time, like you're going to be yeah. able to hear the coaches talking to the players. We've never been able to hear that before. It's not like a, a local a local footy ground where, you know, it's just built up where you, you've yeah. got no crowds, but the it, you know the, the sound just goes. The, the MCG, if you, I mean, of course you guys would have done it. You go to the MCG on, you know, for a, a exhibition day or whatever, yeah. you can hear it, the, yeah. it just echoes yeah, around nice. the stadium. Imagine nice. someone getting a spray at half yeah. time. You're going to be able to hear what, like, not only on TV, but if the other teams are going to be able to hear exactly what they're saying. Even a player coming off on the bench on the phone, you're going to be able to hear all that. Like the old, uh, the great Spud used to hang out the uh, the coach's box window. <laughs> when, when the uh, coach's box was a bit lower on that uh, on the, the city side, yeah, yeah, and he used to yell out. Players do that as well. But yeah. what I can't have at the moment, Rich, is people saying that this season is going to have an asterisk next to it. So if you win the Brownlow or you win the Premiership, there's always going to be an asterisk. No, You're I don't think there is. Yeah. You are still playing under the same rules that everybody else. You've got to be able to adapt. You've got 17 games to play. So everyone plays each other once. You've got the same final series. Yes, there's a bit more duress. Yes, it's not what we're used to, but there should be no asterisks. Everybody's playing under the same rules. So the stupid. people saying, and there's a few of them out there saying there is an asterisk, shut up. Yeah, but it's ridiculous. I, you would have liked the grand final with an asterisk. 
I would have loved any sort yeah, of grand correct. final. I would have liked <laughs> just to play in a final. I've got a theory too, boys, before we move on, Rich. Hello, here we go. Cool. Now, I like theories. I think goal kicking I think goal kicking will improve over the next few weeks because there won't be as much pressure. Mm. No crowd there. I know when, you know, you're lining so you up Do you reckon there's a few players out there that have played tonight that will play better because think, there is no crowd? I think goal kicking will improve because maybe you won't feel quite as much pressure. And I think there'll be other players that actually enjoy having no crowd there. They'll actually play better because the situation yeah. won't get to them so Imagine you've kicked 800 goals in your career. Imagine how many you would have kicked if it's, you didn't have the crowd there. Did you notice the crowd? your little head that bad on your shoulder. A thousand. When you get to the top of the square, you used to miss them, didn't you? <laughs> when you when do you, could you do you when you're lining up for goals, especially as a key forward, do you, can you hear the crowd? Like can well, you, you still can, hear everything? Well, you can hear the opposition, the pre, the you know just the hum and the buzz around the ground, and that yeah. then creates the little voice in your head. If there's if there's no crowd there, I swear goal kicking does be it bring down the spatial awareness. You've got your big spatial awareness thing, how the yeah. posts are so high these days. Mm. Do the posts get a little bit wider now that there's no crowd there? For no, you? no, Ooh. no. They'll be, the, they'll be the same width. But I'm telling you now, the little man in the head will not be talking as loud. When Travis, what they did with Travis Cloak? When they, they got him kicking at uh, training, uh, training they, they would record yeah, uh, well, the sound. Well, that's what I'm saying. Head. So it's the opposite of what's happening. It is. Happening. Mm. The, at training, you used to never miss. So it's almost more like a training drill tonight. I can guarantee tonight. there's going to be players tonight shank it under pressure. Do you reckon that's a good theory? I think it's a sound theory, Good, but you. we don't know. You we'll might be absolutely yeah. right, but I still reckon that maybe Levi marks one 30 metres out You'll still five minutes it. into the first but quarter. But that's a bad technique. The that's technique. That's you not don't, don't make excuses for All your theory, okay? Hey, um, Back your theory up. State, what, what happens to the state leagues? Obviously, they're all cancelled. Now we're finding now that clubs that are aligned with VFL clubs, they're pu- they're pulling all their players away. What Because, because they wouldn't have had the same control. You know, your yep. VFL program includes guys that are part-timers, you know, guys that are still working out in the community day by day and then coming to training at night. So they're trying to limit the exposure that the AFL-listed players get. So I think that's the right call. Is there going to be a fl- – can you imagine a follow-on effect in a, next year, the year after, in terms of what happens to, um, you know, mature-age recruits that the yeah. standard's going to drop? I mean, these guys aren't playing footy anymore. What's going to happen to the next crop of players coming up? Although, aren't playing. Well, it's going to be interesting at the end of this year when we have a draft. I mean, mm. you won't have been able to look at players all year. The draft's going to be really speculative this year. I want to have a look at the players, obviously, with the 17-round season. They've been crowing from the rooftops that this is exactly what they've wanted for years. They get it, then they get told, sorry, we can't now, we're not selling as many games, you're going to have to take a pay cut. We're not earning as much. And they straight away, they put their hand up and go... Uh-uh, we don't want this. We want to play 22 games. No, I, don't, I think you got this wrong, and I think people have got this wrong. The, the play, AFL players aren't selfish. I, I haven't heard one player say, no, we're not going to take a I pay cut. I think they know they've got to take a pay cut. Yeah, I don't think they're sitting there yeah, saying, but, we're but, not going to take a pay cut. But they've always wanted this shorter season. Now they've got it. Yeah, they probably can't understand why it's gone to a 17-game a, a season to a 22-game well, season. The reason they brought that up, Nate, was because Gil said there was a 40-week window to play 17 games. So why couldn't you just have the 40-week window and still try and play 22? 22, That was the point they were making. Yeah, but uh, AFL players, 100%, happy to take a pay cut, happy to help out like everybody is. Every business, every employer, every worker around Australia is going to have to be flexible, as is Gillan McLaughlin, who said he will take a pay cut, as will the players. So I think everyone's very quick, and media people are very quick to jump on anything the AFL players and the AFL Players Association does. I think the players want to play because they realise if the industry didn't get started, the industry could fall over. Mm-hmm. You could actually lose teams if we don't get some TV revenue in. So they've done well. I'll tell you the only time oh, well, I would have been happy to take a pay cut oh, this year. Hey, there's no way Brandy would have. But, 
back no. in uh, back in the end of 2003, we were called into a meeting at Punt Road, and we were asked to take a pay cut. And we all went, oh. we all went, why? And they said, because we want to get Nathan Brown across <laughs> to the club. <laughs> Oh, so uh, well, you and Gassy at that time would have had to – 800 would have been down to eight, like 775, was I it? I copped 50 grand because of you, Nathan. You did not, Gassy. <laughs> that's a load of shit. Did you get a Laguna property as well? No, I didn't get one of those. <laughs> uh, well, speaking you did, of, but you gave it back. <laughs> speaking of pay cuts, is, does this happen in the media? Will this be happening in the media? Everyone. Do you, uh, get, you get paid per game well, in a the lot media? Of play, a lot of people like us are paid per game. So Triple M uh, contracted to do 50 to 55 games. So if you've got six rounds missing, you're going to do less games, Richard. Mm. So you're going to have to take a pay cut. Everyone in the world is taking a pay cut at the moment. So I don't think anyone's complaining. Woolworths are paying and Coles. They're like we, lots of toilet paper. See how many uh, job applications Coles had the yeah. other day? Yeah. Well, 30,000 in one day. It's concerning. Hey, what about it, it, the media tonight? You're both yeah. working. How different is it going to be from you? I mean, obviously you've never done anything like this before. <laughs> you're calling. You're on special comments. You're, you're going to be on a boundary. Like, we'll be able to hear you. Yeah. Talking it's through be, the other cameras. It's you know, it's it's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Are you excited? On the I, I sort of am excited because you're going to hear a lot more of what the players are saying. Um, but after the game, when we're doing interviews with players, normally you're going out on the ground, you grab whoever you want, mm. you walk off with the players. I know tonight there's going to be a little designated area on the boundary line with a you know the 1.5 meter. So you can't be within. So you can't be within 1.5 meters of a player. Well, what we can't be doing is you can't be putting the microphone right. in front of their face and pulling it back and forth. So there's going to be an area that is right. Two minutes off. before that, yeah. two players allowed to tackle each other, sweat dripping all over yeah, each that, other. That's because they've been under a pretty strict quarantine. They don't know where I've been all week, do they? They don't want me infecting their players. <laughs> we worry about you when you go out after dark. <laughs> all right, time for the award-winning Stinger, if we can play it, please. And it's doing my... Happy birthday for yesterday, Matthew. Oh, of course. It's today. Big fella. Is it today, is it? I thought it was, I thought it was March 18. No, so March, it's March 19. 19. No, it's my mum's birthday, birthday today, actually. I just hope it's my birthday tonight with a little Tigers win, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Thank hey, you, mate. What's, um, what, what's been doing your head in at the moment? Because you, uh, I'll tell you what's done my head in for a number of years. You know, when you work in this football industry, Nate, we're travelling every weekend, mm. you know. So when you're travelling every weekend and you're going through security, you, you like to have a set routine. And what is going to do my head in again this year, because we will be travelling at some yep. point over the next few weeks, is people that have no idea what they're doing at airport security. Oh, it does this, my this, head this in. This is coming from a man who's got OCD. Everything <laughs> in his life is perfectly Planned is. out. Do you pr- would you have your if you take your laptop and is your laptop well, and this, deodorant already out? Well, this is what I'm saying, Hummer. Nothing drives me wild more than standing in line. The person in front of you gets up there and they haven't already started preparing. You know, then they take their watch off. They take the laptop out. This is my checklist. So I've got a checklist here. Oh, he's like a ticking time bomb when you travel with him. If you're going to the airport, particularly now in these times of anxiety and social distancing, you need to follow this checkpoint uh, oh. checklist when you go through security. Yeah, you've got a, a full checklist. <laughs> so number one, when you're standing in line, start preparing. Take your watch off, hum. Get your coins out of your pocket. Get your deodorant out. Get your laptop out. While you're in line, start preparing. Fair okay? enough. But you won't, you're not in line often because you get to go through the no, premium. No, no, there's still a line there. Okay, number two, never, ever, ever take an aerosol can in your roller in your luggage okay 
take a roll on roll because on. then you don't have to take it out. It saves you a couple of seconds. Yep. Number yep, three. Number three. Don't 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 take oh. a laptop if you can if you can avoid it. Oh, well, a lot of people are travelling no, to work. They need no, a laptop. Take one of these because you don't have to take these out. Oh, the don't iPads. You? Oh. Take an iPad if you can, okay? That saves you more time getting the laptop out. I've seen this in your playing days. This is my number one rule. You only need one tray. I've seen people get up there and get five or six trays out. One tray for your watch. One tray for your phone. One tray for your iPad. One tray for your aerosol. You only need one tray. Put everything in the one tray. Okay. That's it? No. Oh, when you, No, when you get through, once you get through the uh, the little, what is it, the little uh, door you've got to walk through, the metal detector, yep. once you get through there, grab your bag and your items out of the uh, tray yep. and step aside. Move off. Yeah. Step aside, okay? Yeah. Put your tray at the end of the conveyor belt. And then grab your stuff out of it. Don't let the tray just sit there and avoid every, <laughs> and, you know, everyone else's <laughs> stuff's coming through. Put the tray at the end of the conveyor belt, okay? Move aside to put your belt back on and put your watch on so that you're not slowing down other people, okay? Don't congregate around where everyone else is waiting to come through. Step aside. And the final one is while you're putting your belt on and your watch from a distance away from the conveyor belt, just sit there <laughs> and make sure someone else gets caught with the explosives going. <laughs> So that's where you've got to time putting your watch on and time putting your belt back on, okay? Eight simple rules which will speed uh, things up and will make people feel better about this social distancing and anxiety. He's starting to get an insight into the type of man he is now. Well, I, I, he is known as this humble champion, yeah, this, this bubbly sort of nice character. He is like he is 10 I, seconds I off exploding. Sc- I hope right. the scorn in your eyes has been picked up from the camera. Here, no, that's you try travelling with him. That is just some tips and that will help. Everyone at airport security. Shades of ScoMo yesterday telling people to stop hoarding. Mm. Joe, he's angry. He's fired you follow up. Those tips, when you're late too. <laughs> if you follow those tips, we'll all get through security quicker. Point taken. Uh, well, we said last week that uh, after Hugo Wines, the magnificent sponsorship that they gave us last year and those, those so beautiful Nash, out, I think they're out because I haven't heard from them. We, we've mentioned them a couple of times that they've been radio songs. <laughs> it's In fair fact, to say you haven't heard from them. Hugo? I like that one. It was beautiful. I've gone back to drinking well, pepper you, jack. You should buy some and then maybe they'll, they'll get back on. So, But last week we said, Richo, yeah. you and I are both very keen golfers. Brownie's an aspiring keen golfer. That would, we wanted I'm not to, a good golfer, but I, like, I enjoy keen, playing. Yeah. It's yeah, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a magnificent you, game. You would. I'm not saying I'm good. You wouldn't. There's no way you could beat him. Yeah. All right. He's only good I've at one thing, and that was football. Hey, but last week we said that we were going to, rather than just opening up the floor to sponsorships, because we are, we do offer the cheapest sponsorship in the land. One. We're targeting one, and we were going to target Taylor Made because they sponsor a lot of AFL footballers, and they give them, they've got some fantastic golf clubs out there. And I see Sam Groff, and I see Dale Thomas, and I see the Essendon boys, and some of the Hawthorne yeah. boys, all sponsored. And they don't really have to do much. I, I know they've got big profiles, but you guys have got big profiles. So I, I messaged TaylorMade. Right. Now, my first mistake was I used my personal account. <laughs> I've got 300 followers. They've got no idea who I am. But I said, this is not ethical, and I'm confident my bosses would not be happy, but I'm happy to plug TaylorMade on any of Sportsbits on any of the spots I do for their on-air commitments. And you can be the official sponsor of our podcast with Richo and Brownie, who have massive social media followings. All you need to do is send me one X demo driver. Have you got it yet? I sent, I sent that 
I said that on Monday. Nothing. It, has been, it was seen immediately <laughs> after and nothing back. <laughs> Why didn't you use the sports bet? Uh, not well, because to? I just – that would probably be a little bit unethical. Right. So I thought I'd go personal. Well, so We'll give you another couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. We'll and give then you, I think we need to bring anything. you guys. We'll need to bring – like, let's be if honest. Then we'll, we'll, we'll get Matthew I'll need on to bring you guys if, in. If you have no success in the next two weeks, well, I'll have a crack. Oh. Right. Do you know anyone at TaylorMade? No, but we'll we'll find someone. All right, if there's any listeners out there that know TaylorMade, just tell them we're desperate to get onto it. It makes no, me. No, we're it, not desperate, Matt Richard. Okay, we're actually. not. De- don't be saying we're desperate. Trade that's, made, that's keep them keen. No, that's not it either. I I'd think like if a you've driver, got though. two more weeks, I would love, they're, they're, they're the I'd like to see drama. you fail miserably, and then he make one phone call and he gets a driver. <laughs> two weeks, Rich. That's hey, all yeah, you've got. But what about? Have you guys had sponsors over your over your time? Oh, well, you get your sponsorship through the Footy Club. I'll tell you the best little sponsorship we had, and this is back in the early days when you know there wasn't a lot of money in the game when Crown Casino first started. Mm, back in card. back in 1995. They gave a couple of players from each club a crown card, which basically allowed you to go into crown any night of the week and have a feed in a number of the restaurants there. You could go in there. Yep. A card. It was like a credit. You had a credit on there. They didn't have rock pool and that sort of stuff. No, right but you could go to the sports <laughs> bar. You could go to the sports bar pork. and get a hamburger and Sweet a couple and of pots of beer. You get that. That was really good. That one, wasn't it? It was. Wait, so, and alcohol. Alcohol and yeah. all for free. Food and beverage up to a certain amount. Didn't you once sink Lotto? No, that back in the late nineties, some of the sportswear companies were paying some pretty good dollars. Yeah. What'd you get paid? <laughs> I'm not saying. What happened to Lotto shortly after your resort? <laughs> went broke. to Italy. <laughs> you know the other good one, Nate? That when you're a young kid coming across from Tassie and you came down from Bendigo, the Tunnel Nightclub in Little Burke Street. Yeah. Oh. You could get the drink card there, which was 10 drinks. So Ooh. that was a pretty yeah, good yeah. little yeah. deal. Jimmy Rowers, remember in Ascot Vale Road, uh, Cactus Clubs, anywhere you went, you got drink cards. But when I first came down uh, from Bendigo, I thought all oh, Christmas has come at once. They just give you all these sneakers, all these free boots. Up until then, you scrounge around from your yeah. parents to buy some of the latest yeah. kicks, all that sort of stuff. Latest Footy kicks. boots used to wear the Puma Kings, used to save up for them. You just had like four or five pairs of boots, who, who, four or five pairs of sneakers. You'd get some for your parents oh, for Christmas. Um, and, we, and now that I don't play, you actually have to go in and buy your own sneakers you spend again. your own 1200 yeah, bucks. Yeah, that was great. Pretty expensive sneakers too. Yeah. What was the first boot sponsor at the Dogs? First boot sponsor was um, Blades. Blades. You get to, and then do you get to go and pick your favourite boot or that you get given them? Uh, back, back in those early days, you would get sent a couple of options that you could wear. Oh. But uh, players can now go out and get their own boot deals. In the early 90s, you had to wear whatever the boots are sponsored. Yeah. So Richmond was sponsored by Deodora. You had to wear Deodora. Now you can go and get your own deal. Yeah, FLPA stepped in and said, no, you can go and get your own you deal. You can't have players playing Deodora. They're a good brand. They were a good boot. Very good brand. Were they? Yeah. Tom Tyson's old man used to run Deodora yeah. there Oops, for a while. Right. Jeez. Well, we didn't know we were going to have this segment until 9.30 last night. This is where we just look at the three best games of the week or the games that we're most excited about. Just have a look, see if we can find a little bit of value in there because uh, there's not a lot of sport to bet on at the moment. Brownie, AFL is about all we've got. So let's find us some winners. Let's start off, of course, with the big game tonight, the traditional starter of the season at the G on Thursday night, Richmond versus Carlton. I can't see Carlton kicking a big enough score to trouble Richmond. Um, the last 13 times they've played, Matt, only one of those times has been over 40 plus. So if you're going to take Richmond, who are $1.28 at the moment, uh, $1.91 for 1 to 39, which I think is a pretty good bet. Um, and my advice, if you're going to be punting on the football, just wait and have a look at the first couple of games. Don't be taking the overs, the unders. Don't be taking the uh, the possessions, 25, 30 plus. 
sh- uh, quarters are shorter, and I just don't see where the market's sitting at the moment until we see a couple of games. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at this purely as a football sense, I think Richmond win this game, and, and quite comfortably. They've had the wood over Carlton for a long time now. Uh, I think it's the last six or seven round one clashes they've won. Uh, Dustin Martin always plays well in round one against Carlton, so have a look at him tonight. I think he'll play pretty well, but it's hard to see Carlton kicking a score. No Eddie Betts, no Charlie Kerno, no Harry Mackay. It's going to be up to Mitch McGovern, Levi Casbolt, and I just can't see them kicking a score. I think Richmond win pretty easily. Those point lines have been amended to reflect the shorter game. The points now 136.5 over yeah. under, but you're probably right. Have a look just to see how the players adapt. Um, you, you could find that the game is still very high scoring because the, the, the players aren't as tired. So we might have high scoring games in short. Could be. In, in Not short, a bad in, point. Not a bad point. In shorter games. If you just have a look at Dusty Martin, again, maybe have a look at 25 or more disposals. Just He's had 30 the last yeah, four round one. Loves games. playing against yeah. the Blues. Loves the first game of the year. The second game we're going to look at is Friday night footy. This one at, is it Eddie Head? Yep. Yeah. The Bulldogs versus the Magpies. I think I think the doggies here, Nate. I really like them. I'll, you can have a look at the odds, but just if you're having a look at the dogs, the way they came home last year, love the way they play. Their midfield, gee, their midfield's good. It's only going to get better. Dunkley, still a young player. Jack McRae knocks up getting it. Marcus Bontempelli coming into the peak period of, their, of, of his career. But I just think it's at either end of the ground where they look a lot better. They've added Josh Bruce in the forward line. Norton's actually playing. Yeah, it looks like he will come up. And down the other end, they've added Alex Keith. So yep. they look a stronger team. And I just love the way they finished last year. I know they lost that elimination final, but you know their last eight weeks was outstanding. I think they're faster than the uh, the Pies. I think the yeah. Pies finished top four, but I just think earlier in the season, on the, the game's G, going to be hot. On the G, you'd pick Collingwood. On the G, pick Collingwood yeah. tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, picking the Dogs. $2. Uh, pies are $1.80. Now, with the disposal markets, Jack McRae, um, he's had 30 or more disposals in the last 12 games he's played yeah. in. 12 games in a row. It's now, machine, because that's been moved, Jack McRae last year towards the end of the year was $1.30 to be getting 30 or more disposals. We've got him at the moment because they don't know how to set the market quite at the moment with the time restrictions. But Jack McRae, to get 30 or more disposals, $2.63. Now, if he gets off the chain, 20% less time, he can still quite easily get 30 disposals. Yeah, he's a 40p man, isn't he? Final game we're going to look at is the last game of the round. And this one, an interesting one because... You, Melbourne are going across the West Coast where Melbourne, you know, some are tipping in the bounce back, some aren't. But West Coast, I mean, how much of the advantage do they do, do West Coast lose by no crowd? Because it is an absolute fortress over there. They don't lose many games. A lot of that is because you, the, mm. the poor bastards are travelling four hours on a plane. They've, I mean, they generally never lose in Perth, do they? Mm. At Subiaco and now Optus Stadium. Look... I still think the Eagles will win just for the travel factor. And we're not quite sure if Melbourne are going to be a good team or not. Everyone thinks they're going to bounce back. Their pre-season form was really it's good, Nate. But, I mean, it's hard to tip against the Eagles in Perth at the best of times. So with Tim Kelly coming into that team, Josh Kennedy, I think, has had a really good summer. Nat Newey. Nat, Nat Newey back. So uh, you couldn't tip against uh, West Coast for mine. There's no better time for Melbourne to play West Coast than right now. Yeah. First game of the season, everyone's fresh, everyone's fit. They're firing. They go over they'll there. They'll bounce back. I, I think they'll be better than you what tip, they were last you year. you put them in at six, haven't you? Uh, no, Melbourne were outside the eight for me. Um, I had Port Adelaide eight. up there. Melbourne, $3.18. The line is plus nine and a half. That's where I'd be betting for Melbourne, plus nine and a half at $1.90 for the Demons. I think yeah. they can beat West Coast. I'm, I'm a little bit with you. Maybe West Coast get the job done in the end, but there's no better time to play them than round one. I, I think Melbourne will be better, but 
you just can't tip against the Eagles in Perth. Simple as that. Even without the crowd? I think so, yeah. Uh, we saw the Nuffy Jar for the first time last week. I think it's going to uh, – it, it probably will feature it every week. We're getting that much content. Now, the Nuffy Jar basically is – Sam McClure wasn't happy last week, he wasn't. by the way. You see, no. he bit back on Twitter. He and... did bite back. And then normally he likes some of the stuff that me and you do, but there was no uh, no response. So what is it exactly? Just So basically, if you – especially if you've had a couple of uh, a Pinot or you just seem to get – people like to get a little bit carried away on, on Twitter, mainly yeah. Twitter. Instagram from time to time. You're, yeah. you're a culprit on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Looking for your, your your wonderful watch in the distance, um, but mainly on Twitter. So if you are someone that piques our interest, now it's gonna it's not gonna be a random. It's gonna be someone in in the industry, either a player, uh, a celebrity, or, or or a media personality. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, tweet- it's a swear jar method. So yep. it, it's obviously saying something a little yep. bit stupid that we find a little bit humorous or grandstanding or something like that, like yep. self gratuity. We're gonna put a bonus bet. In a jar. That's probably a better way to explain it than you were taking the five minutes to. <laughs> Swear jar. We're going to put a bonus bet in the jar. So at the end of the year, it goes to a local footy club on their footy yep. trip. Beautiful. In combination with that next segment, which we're going to we're going to explain. Uh, who wants to go first? You go, Nate. All right. Well, uh, one thing that I did get noticed to the other day was um, Mark Latham, the real Mark Latham. Now, this guy... Was nearly Prime Minister. He was a handshake of being the Prime Minister of our country. This is what he had to offer up the other day. Um, Congratulations to the AFLW on being well ahead of other sporting codes in coronavirus protection. Many weeks ago, they worked out the benefits of having no fans at the games. Now... That is ridiculous. That's just ridiculous, He's a goose. You've got uh, $5 in the the Nuffy jar. He is a genuine Nuffy. I mean... uh, He... He just deliberately tries to be provocative, and that is just outrageous. But it sends uh, people then look at that and go, he's a man, other men must think that way. It's just a stupid comment from a stupid bloke who probably should know better. Uh, we're up to $25. No, he doesn't know better, though. No. $25 already. He's a dickhead. Oh. Right. Now, I don't want to have to do this. He is, and I agree with you, Nathan. That is ridiculous what he just said then. Uh, I don't want to have to do this because we're a team in here at yep. Sportsbet, oh. but one of our very own, Nathan Brown, and now I must congratulate him because, Hummer, I'm not a, a real horse racing no. fan. I don't know much about it. I listen to your tips occasionally. But you had a really good tip a few weeks ago. You tip Regal Power in Ooh, last big, Saturday. Big last odds. Saturday. Regal in Power in the All-Star Mile. That's the richest mile yep. in Victoria. Is that right? Yes, five, five million dollars. So it's a big race, and you tipped Regal Power, and it won. That's twelve dollars. So con- congratulations, Nathan. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people jumped on board. Twelve dollars is a big price. What I didn't like after that, uh, <laughs> after that, Rich, was that Sportsbet, you know, put up a tweet congratulating Nathan on his tip, but then Nathan piled in and started patting himself on the back. Oh, brownie. Just backed over his own tip and just said, how good am I going here at Sportsbet? So, Nathan, not necessary. All I said was this tip A to Matthew. Now, I will take you back not that long ago where the seven AFL account tweeted out at 10.52am, counting down to the bushfire relief state of origin, who could forget Matt Richo's hangout when he was playing for the All-Stars? That was at 10.52am. At 10.54am, you wrote, just playing my role. So how is that any different, you big knob? I forgot about that. (laughs) Hey, can I just put – I know this is meant to be for bad tweeting, but uh, I noticed a good tweet, I thought, just after the announcement last night that round one was on, Phil Davis tweeted – uh, now all I've got to do is find some pasta for Friday night. We know the, we know the players Fabulous. love pasta. That was pretty uh, good. Very, hey, I went viral this week on Twitter. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. What do you mean? 
I no, you went viral in, no. your, in your own WhatsApp group with mate, your mates. No, I you went viral on Twitter. Viral, I, had, I had forty. I had forty likes on it. What was it? Forty. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's viral, mate. I went viral. I said that the AFL was going to be called off for the first four weeks. I broke the news before any of the other journalists so did, did last you week. You thought you had again. You thought I got you had wrong, some... but I got forty. I got forty likes. Do you call forty <laughs> likes viral? <laughs> You're the reason they took likes off. <laughs> you know, you are a nuffy. <laughs> 40 likes. Oh, well, we come to the last segment of, of the day off the tails between my legs after just getting accosted for my 40 engagement. I thought 40 was all right, but um, footy clubs are going to do it tough. They are. They're going to do it really tough. They, they, don't they mightn't even play. No, that local they, footy. they might not play. There's a, a very good chance they won't play. But you, you can bet your bottom dollar if they don't get a single second of footy in this year, Brownie, they will go on a footy trip. Have to. They have to. They have to go on a footy trip. Got to have enjoyment, Matt. It might so, have to be in Australia, though, this Well, that's year. right. They might be allowed to travel. That's right. Have you done any good footy trips in Australia, Australia. or in Victoria, even two, Victoria. They might not be able to fly anywhere. Two best footy trip locations in Australia. I reckon Hobart's always good fun. Small little yeah. city. You can walk around. Plenty of pubs. Good people. And Kansas always good. Plenty of... Uh, Kansas, lot of single Gill- Gilligan's. A lot of single young yeah. men at footy yep. clubs, and there's a lot of backpackers Gilligan's up in is, Kansas. Is yeah, Kansas good. We went to Albury one oh, year at the Bulldogs, see, 1999. <laughs> went up to how Albury. is an AFL club going to Albury? Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I think Scotty Wine organised that one. But, but it, was, it that. was the year Nicky Winmar played his one season at the Dogs. Ah. And I had to room with uh, with Cuz. And one night we had a young player, Mark Alvey, who couldn't quite get into his own room. Um, and yep. so he ha- he slept in between me and Cuz down on the floor. Two single beds. And uh, he got that drunk, poor old Fez, that uh-uh. he might have uh, just... Couldn't help himself in the middle of the night where he just oh. leaked. Oh, oh no. Mm. Ones or twos? Uh, I can't remember. It was, wasn't a great smell, Richard. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Hate me for saying that. <laughs> Real happy with you. <laughs> each, on, week, each week, we are going to, we're going to put on a multi. All right, we're okay. going to put on, have we decided how much we're going to put on it? 25 bucks. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, you've just decided it. No, we're going to put $50 on. We're going to put a $50 multi on each week. You're going to pick a leg, I'm going to pick a leg, and, and this I'll goes pick a into leg. the jar. And this well. goes into the, the Nuffy jar. Now, at the end of the season, we're, get, we're going to announce next week how you can enter this, this great competition. But the entire jar is going to go to one local footy club for their footy trip. Okay. Now, if we're successful and we're putting on a three leg $50 multi every week, this thing could have four or five yeah. grand in it, six yep. grand. So we could pay for your entire footy trip. We'll announce next week how you can enter that competition. But so let's all get the profits our of our year. thing go to somebody's footy trip. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Sounds Said good. That. All right. Do you want you me go to go first. first? Leg number one. Okay. My, my leg is pretty simple. I just think the Giants will win and beat the Cats up at Giants Stadium. So you're going to take them at the line? At the line. So they're going to win by more than nine and a half. I'm going to put that in. Yep. Tonight, I think Richmond win head to head. So I'm going to put that in. What's yours? I'm going to put the Hawks in against the Lions. Oh. What do you mean, mate? Yeah, You're putting... a Hawthorne supporter. Yeah, they're going to beat and the Lions. This is to make money. You've got to bet with your head, Are you not your serious heart. about that? Yeah, okay. so I think the Hawks will beat the Lions. All right. So can they go in? Yeah, hey, they can, can I, but it's ridiculous. Can I finish just off the top? Hang on, hang on. That, that comes to $5.06. So we're going to have 50, 50 on, that, on that, so it's around a two fifty win. 
Beautiful. Hey, just to finish off, I just was reminded this week of a footy trip story. I bumped into a former teammate of mine, Dale Waitman, the great Flea Waitman. I played with him in my first year at Richmond. It was his last year. He was a hero of mine. I heard this story revolving him. They went to Mexico on a footy trip in the mid-80s. Okay, this was from Brian Taylor told me this. BT was on the footy trip before he crossed to Collingwood. And they went to Mexico, a little coastal town, not far from the Californian border in Mexico. And they went to a little uh, pool bar there and it was a tequila bar next to the swimming pool okay oh. and there was a record 16 tequilas was the record shots in a row in bang a bang 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 oh. bang right 16 in a row so dale little flea thought i'll have a crack at this <laughs> okay so he gets to 10 he's traveling along quite nicely he gets to 15 easily he goes past gets to 20 right he's now got the record so all the boys are and thinking that'll do you flea because he's, he's doing them that quickly that the alcohol hasn't quite had time to kick in. He gets to 20, he gets to 25, he gets to 30. He gets to 35, and then finally oh he has 36 shots of tequila in very quick succession. So this might have been over... That's a, well more than a bottle. Yeah, mm. that might have Jesus. been over a three to four minute period. So the alcohol didn't kick in immediately, obviously. There's a delayed effect. But when it kicked in, <laughs> it really kicked in. It was a little bit like Frank the Tank with the dart... <laughs> The dart in the neck when he falls into the pool. So, Flea, as it kicks in, he starts stumbling over towards the pool. He's thinking that a little dive into the pool will freshen him up. As he's going over, there's a wedding party having their photographs next to the pool. Flea, on his way in, <laughs> drags the bride into the pool with him. <laughs> he's then dragged out of the pool. And he's basically unconscious. They had to airlift him to Los Angeles, the hospital. Oh, my God. And a week later, he had diabetes. He was... <laughs> he reckons that the 36 tequila shots brought on his diabetes. It w- he would have had diabetes anyway, but he reckons it came on quicker. <laughs> 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 oh, dear me. Don't hey, do that on your footy no, trip. No, don't do that on the footy trip. We'll announce next week how you can win that great prize. That will do us for tonight. Enjoy your weekend, gentlemen, yeah, because we don't know how many of these we're going to get. So make the most of it. Love your footy. Like, comment, subscribe as always. Stay safe. We'll see you next week.